Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. <laughs> it's Halloween night here on After Buzz TV, and I think I sounded way more like Santa Claus than I did like a spooky demon here on the Dancing with the Stars After Show. But we have a ton to cover tonight, some amazing tangos, a great rumba from Kate, and just plenty to talk about. It's all coming up here on the Dancing with the Stars After Show. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Dancing with the Stars After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. We're so excited to have you on tonight's spooky Halloween episode. <laughs> Carla, I really can't do Are you going to be talking do. in that voice the whole night? <laughs> First of all, very well-timed drop on behalf of our producer, Bree. And no, I'm not going to do that all night because it's. I think I'm offending actual like Halloween actor people. Probably. <laughs> um, you guys are hearing the voice of Carla Beltran. Carla is a longtime dancer and a former employee of Dancing with the Stars. Stars, yes, actually. So, uh, our insider, glad to have you today. Thank you were you. at the show last week. Two weeks ago. Two Disney weeks ago. Night. That's right. That's a fun night to be at the show. Oh, yeah. And of I course. I had to decide between Halloween night or Disney night, and I had to go with Disney night because I just wanted to see Mickey Mouse in person. After tonight, though, maybe would you have picked Halloween night seeing the dances from tonight? No, I still, still love Disney, Disney. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, guys, my name is Jeff Graham. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, quick little bit about my performance history. While I'm not necessarily a dancer, I did perform as Bob Gaudio on a cruise ship for six months in a Jersey Boys tribute show. So um, I know how to count to eight over and over again. And I know how to step, <laughs> touch, and snap as my feet connect that's that good counts. yes that totally counts um, and i want to shout out our producer tonight josh is not here but we have an amazing fill-in brianna thanks for being here tonight thank you guys for having yeah. me um we'll be throwing to you later for our special segment we're going to go over um the argentine tango for our special segment today so it's some interesting stuff we also have news and gossip christy brinkley actually um updated her thoughts on sailor's elimination last week and it's you interesting did? what she had to say and, uh, of course, we always make predictions at the end of the show. So we'll let you know kind of what we're thinking as the season really ramps up. Mm-hmm. All of that being said, I got it all out. Carla, how did you feel overall about tonight's episode of Dancing with the Stars? I felt just as good as all the scores. I feel like we had a lot of high scores tonight. Yeah. And we got to see the dances, the team dances, which I always look forward to. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoyed it. I think it was a great night to have the dances for the teams. Yeah, I think overall this was a huge step forward for a lot of the couples. I think in general this was a really, really good night. Despite, it's interesting, I'd say the consistent theme across most of the couples tonight was a almost perfect dance, but with one mistake. That yeah. happened a lot to a lot of couples this week. Um, I was I, hoping that... I think that either Disney night or Halloween night are the nights that they give the first tens, yes. you know? So I was kind of expecting to just get a ten for mostly James. Yeah. And I was kind of bummed that we didn't get a single 10 or that we haven't gotten a single 10 yet. It's funny. I agree with you, but at the same time, I don't think anyone really deserved a 10 tonight because um, no one had a perfect dance. So I like that the judges are withholding those 10s until something really is perfection. But in general, really, really solid night. Um, I also just want to say for the record that I think Carrie Ann especially was really on top of her game last night or tonight. I was, oh, that is very rude. That's my phone and that's the fun of live TV. 
of you guys. I apologize. Putting it on airplane mode for those of you guys who are wondering. Um, what I was going to say, though, is Carrie Ann, uh, I felt like everything she said tonight, I just 100% agreed with. I really loved her judgment tonight. And she just, uh, when Carrie Ann's on, she's really, really on. So uh, we have the chat pulled up. If we could make it just a hair bigger as I yeah. peek behind the curtain, <laughs> we'll include you guys in the show. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, just so you guys know, we do go live at 8 p.m. Pacific every Monday to talk about the show that broadcast right before it. So um, we're glad you guys are here. And, uh, yeah, thank you, guys. I am trying to read your names from afar. I see Lady Angel, Aunt BB, Jesse Jones. There we go. Ah, Everyone's saying hi to Bree, too. Obsessed Fangirl, 1D13. And uh, yeah, we're glad to have all you guys. So we'll include you throughout the night. And if you're a podcast listener, we do encourage you to join our live show, which is 8 p.m. Pacific on the AfterBuzz TV Competitions channel. Okay, I think that's all the housekeeping. We've mostly gone over that. Let's get into these dances. First of all, opening number, what did you think? I loved it. I Mm -hmm. thought it was really fun. Yeah, me too. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I like the choreography a lot. And it's always fun to see old pros like Brandon. You kind of forget about them after, like, you know, a month. And it's fun to see all of them back. So a really fun opening number. In general, production design, makeup, choreography was really top-notch tonight, I felt. The makeup was literally on point. I think that was my favorite part of the whole night. Definitely. All right, let's talk about Kellen Witt. They danced a jive to, why am I not remembering? An iconic Halloween song, right? This is bad. Uh, let us know in the chat what Kellen Whitney danced to. I know it was a jive. It was a jive. I did not love this number, to be totally honest. And I want to hear your thoughts, because I'm wondering if you liked it more than me. Um, I didn't like the first half of the dance, and I didn't like the stage that they danced on, because it was too distracting. I didn't like the people that were dancing outside of the cage, because it was also very distracting. I just thought like the dance... The the second half was better because there was more choreography. Yeah. I think the first half was just like there was too much going on and I couldn't really understand it. And then the end of the dance, I also I didn't like the end of the dance. I don't like how they just like fell on the ground and Kel kind of took his time. Like it felt like the dance was over and Kel was still trying to like get out and then he just fell. So. Totally. And if you could hit that blue arrow on the chat just so we could see the most recent comments, that would be great. Um, oh, it was a time warp. Thank you. Duh. It was uh, Rocky Horror. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, it's funny. I think that's why I was disappointed because I like Rocky Horror. I like the time warp and I really don't feel like this choreography or this concept lived up to the song. Mm -hmm. If I'm going to, if I'm going to see the time warp, I want group choreography, sort of like how Sean was for Monster Mash. Like I would have preferred that kind of production design and choreography to match the song just because it's such an iconic moment from Rocky Horror. And if you, and Brie, you're a big Rocky Horror fan. Yeah, I love so they did. Uh, they did time warp tonight. It was interesting. They didn't really have. They didn't incorporate any of the elements of the dance. Not really. I mean, there was the twist. Um, like I understand not doing the entire dance because you don't want to just mimic. But right. it would have been. It, I agree with you. If you're going to do something iconic like time warp, you should definitely incorporate some of the movements within definitely. your full dance. Yeah, and yeah. it was just interesting, Brie, because they didn't do. This is a great opportunity. Sometimes they'll bring in the troupe and have like five different couples all doing group choreography, and they really just featured one couple. And I think this is this is a musical theater number. It's the one musical theater number of the night. Why not incorporate a whole chorus of people behind you? Yeah, and I kind of want to uh, shout out some people in the chat. MK yeah. said that. They, she felt like the dance was kind of caged in, like they were kind of, um, I kind of missed a comment because I can't scroll up to see it, but she was just kind of saying how she felt like they were encaged in, the, in, yeah, boxed in, they yeah. couldn't really dance, and people are totally, like, agreeing with us that it wasn't really the best 
dance that they've done so far. Totally. Um, yeah, and then the jive dance felt limited with the cage. Um, there wasn't a lot of kicks and flicks. So, yeah, I totally agree with, with you and with the people in the chat. It wasn't really our favorite dance. Well, so. a good point from Heather. They were dressed up like snakes, and the yeah. makeup and um, wardrobe was really cool, but didn't really fit the concept at all. I mean, they didn't do any snaky type of things. Or, like, they so might have much... like, mimicked each other, and they would have been like, ooh. I would have so preferred you know? to have them dressed up as Brad and Janet. Have you seen Rocky Horror before? No. That's okay. That's totally fine. It's <laughs> definitely worth seeing at some point. We'll draw a big V on your forehead with, make- uh, with lipstick because I think what we're supposed to do. Um, but <laughs> it's uh, basically the movie follows like two very innocent people who get swept up in this like crazy world of hedonism. So it would have been really fun to see Whitney and Cal dressed up as those innocent people. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. There's just, it's funny. Normally Whitney's so on top of this stuff. Even there was a lot of hip hop at the beginning, which I usually like, but it didn't work for me. We're just complaining a bunch because the judges actually loved this. Yes. Um, Len said it was fast and fun, and Carrie Ann said once you were aware of your space, it was amazing. So this was the only number I really disagreed with them on. And um, the other thing I'm going to... Um, another peek behind the curtain, Brie. If you want, sometimes Josh will roll um, Dancing with the Stars choreography during the show. It's actually going to be on the ABC YouTube. So um, I guess it's the one thing we seem to get away with the censors from. Sometimes we get those copyright flags, but it never happens on this. Okay, three nines from the judges. Neither of us really agree with that. Mm-mm. I don't agree with that. Well, it is what it I is. I would have given them, a, like, minimum, maximum an eight. Yeah. Well, it is what it is. Yeah. I think I would have gone for three eights as well. And I'm saying this as someone who loves Kellen Whitney. Yeah, I love Kellen Whitney. Um, well, let's move on to James and Emma. They danced a Viennese <laughs> to I Put a Spell on You. Um, this is James Vanderbeek and Emma Slater. I thought this was really, really good. It was amazing. First of all, I just want to say that Emma, I love Emma because her personality shines every single time, honestly. Totally. She, she comes out even in like the small little packages that they do in the beginning and then when she's dancing and at the end. It's just Emma is a phenomenal, phenomenal dancer and it helps her a lot that James is also a really great dancer. As we were watching this, I've said that my favorite past like dances from Halloween night were definitely last year with Milo and Whitney mm-hmm. when they were they did the contemporary dance, and then Rumor did the Ursula. Uh, was it the Ursula dance? That I think she that did? sounds right. It was yeah. Ursula Tango, right? Uh, yeah, and I, that might have been for Disney night, but I'm just gonna remember and say that it was for Halloween night, and they did those were those were such good dances, but this dance. I loved everything about it. James was on point, and yes, he did slip, but I could have totally just ignored that whole slip. Their rise and fall is so good. I'm watching it here. Their frame's amazing. This is, you know, the judges have kind of been nitpicky with them about their synchronicity, that they're not always in sync with each other. And on this one, they're just so locked together as a partnership. Both of us commented that we loved how bare the stage was. It just gave them the chance to to move. And neither of us... I always love whenever the stage is, like, empty and it's just them two dancing. And they have maybe, like, a thing here and a thing there. It's just... I, I loved it. And I always, always love a dance that tells me a story yeah and this was a dance that just told so much in such a small amount of time and i really enjoyed it um love by you shouting out james and sharna's viennese waltz is that um james maslow i'm assuming i'm trying to remember if that would have been season 23 um james maslow actually danced with Peta. 
That's right, he did. Mm-hmm. So, Love by You, clarify which James you're talking about, because I uh, love Sharna, and I want to try to remember which James that would be. There's been a lot of Jameses on there this has. show. Um, yeah, I think neither of us actually saw the mistake on the first run of this, and we expected no. tens. Mm-hmm. Technically, they did deserve nines if there was a mistake, but um, I think all of us were on the I same page. I was expecting page. at least one ten. Yeah. One. I think he would have... From Bruno. He probably would have gotten three tens if it weren't for that mistake. Yeah. Well, we'd love to hear what you guys think in the chat, um, but really solid overall. They're clear front runners for yeah. this mirror ball. Oh, James, the race car driver. That's right. James with the beard. He's kind of... You're saying James Hinchcliffe? Hinchcliffe. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, he ended up being like shockingly good, I remember. That was an interesting season. <laughs> of course. Thank you to the chat. There's a lot of seasons of this show, and we appreciate your help. You guys are our, tonight our third panelist, normally our fifth panelist. Yeah. And I did forget to mention it, but Teague and Carla, we miss you guys tonight. Teague is covering the show for Dance Network, so uh, you do you, Teague. <laughs> okay. Allie and Sasha dancing a tango... Uh, as a kind of Harley Quinn Joker combination. I was surprised Disney got away with this with the DC element because yeah. Marvel and DC are so at each other's throats. But um, I want to start with you, Carla. What did you think of this? I honestly think that um, I love that Sasha uses Ali's dance performance to her advantage because yeah. he always makes her kind of be the one to initiate the dance as opposed to other people where like they dance together and he always lets her kind of shine and then they partner together and huh. they do such a great job and he he he's a really good choreographer and he's been choreographing to her strengths clearly because she's done phenomenal phenomenal in the past few weeks and in the beginning i was kind of hoping that the wardrobe would would change as the dance progressed but i'm kind of glad that it didn't that it stayed this way yeah i agree this was really solid this is probably my favorite number from ali so far and in general my favorite number from a lot of these performers tonight Mm -hmm. uh it's interesting the judges did call her out for how far extended i'm going off the mic so i can show this example but how far extended her um her head was in yeah. hold. And it's funny because she what, has a pretty good hold. It's a great hold. I love her frame. It's the one time you can tell that someone is so conscientious about making sure that they're in a perfect frame that they overextended just a bit. Yeah. And I feel like that was maybe the reason she got nines, but totally deserved for me. I liked it. Yeah. And I believe that she deserved all nines as well. Yeah. Fun choreography from Sasha as well. Okay. Let's move on to Hannah and Alan dancing a jazz. Huh. Hannah and Alan dancing jazz. <laughs> I d- sort of had trouble this week, like the judges did, and it's very hard to tangibly p- place my frustrations with Hannah, but I actually felt like Carrie Ann perfectly summed up how mm-hmm. we feel about it, which is she's lacking in performance. She's not opening up. And I think I've been saying that for a while that there's this pageanty filter that's preventing us from really seeing her. It's funny. She- and even with her responses, like, when they asked her, like, oh, how do you feel about what is being said? I think that there's nothing better than honesty and being true to yourself. Because once you're true to yourself, then you can go ahead and accept that you've made a mistake and continue to learn and grow. I think that when you accept the fact that you're not doing something right, that's when you, that's really when the biggest part of the growth happens. And I think that she's so stuck in 
in this little box that she's created for herself yeah. that she hasn't allowed herself to get out of it. And it's really damaging her because in the beginning, I, I don't really remember the first dance that she did, but she shined because that was like, that's the box that she's been in, you know? So yeah. her personality was really like, oh, like, you know, princess and pageants. But now it's been like, she just she keeps she started at the top of the board and she's been going down and down and down which is not great and i think that she just kind of needs to come out of her box and embrace the fact that like you know what i don't need to be a perfectionist all the time right. or i don't need to be this perfect pageant girl and i just she just needs to let go totally and yeah. enjoy the dance because right now in the beginning she was really enjoying the dances and i feel like tonight she was really in her head and not really just being in the moment. I agree. And it's interesting because from a PR perspective, I think everyone's kind of reading this. And normally those kind of rehearsed, neutral, I call them Switzerland dancers because you're not trying to side with either the Axis or the Allied Powers. But I feel like all of her Switzerland dancers tonight really kind of came across as phony. And I'm someone who loves Hannah, but I'm not sure tonight was a net positive for her overall image on the show. Yeah. Especially when you compare it to someone like Lauren Alina, who's just like this like, open wound of which it didn't smiles. help that she went like literally almost like right after her and then you're just like <gasps> you compare them yeah you and do Lauren came across as so likable and open and Hannah is a little bit like you said in a box and she's rushing she and is. We're being hard on her because she's so good, but the gap between her technical ability and her performance ability is getting bigger and bigger every week mm-hmm. because her performance ability is not reaching the levels of her technical ability, whereas everyone else's performance ability is just getting better and better. Yeah. So it's leaving, kind of leaving her in the dust. It is. Uh, this is interesting. The comments have a lot to think about Hannah. Hannah cried and was vulnerable the whole season of Bachelorette. I know, she can do it. I agree with you, Emily. You guys know I'm a host on the Bachelorette after <laughs> show. And I do think maybe it's the live TV element that's making her snap into pageant mode because pageants are sort of a live thing. But, yeah, there's something I want to see more. Yeah, but the thing is is that pa- the pageant world shouldn't be her personality. Exactly. Until today, I still haven't seen her personality. I've only seen... Mm her as like a person that that won a pageant and that's literally all i know about her i don't really know like lauren elaine like i know so much more about her just because i like you know because she just comes she gives you so much more to work with you know and she's honestly getting really good at her choreography i like heather's point here she says that hannah needs a contemporary and i wish we had a most vulnerable year or most, sorry, most memorable year, because that's always yeah. the week where we get to know these contestants. And mm-hmm. t- tonight was an amazing theme night, but in general, the themes have been lacking a little bit this season. I know. We didn't even get country night. I don't know no. if that's going to come later, but... I don't know. We I'm will see. I'm looking forward to country night. All right. R.I.P. Carla. We're talking about Karamo and Jenna. I don't want to talk about it. I know. They had a paso tonight. Let's just talk about it. Elimination aside, how did you feel? I thought that his dance was really great. The makeup, this was another dance that I felt like it was open. There was nothing in the stage. There wasn't additional dancers. Like, I don't mind the additional dancers, but sometimes I just think that I want to be able to watch the two people that are, like, dancing and I just take it in. And this was a perfect dance. I really enjoyed his personality really shown. Like he was like, you know, Beyonce and he had yeah. his like Beyonce um, attitude on the whole time. And I think that 
in all honesty, Carla always says this, and she says that normally whenever somebody delivers a great dance, that's half most of the time is when they get eliminated. Yeah. So I'm just really happy that he made it this far because I know that he had a rough beginning. And he left with a great dance, honestly. Like, I think that it's better to leave um, with a good dance than to leave with a bad dance. So I'm, I'm upset that he's gone, but... Um, I'm really happy that he left on this on the right foot. Yeah, I want to. Jenna's grown a lot as a choreographer this season. Yes, she has, and it's been fun. Their partnership's been fun, and um, I I was really sad to see him go. It is when you think about it. I know how much you love Karamo, but it has the competition's gotten really fierce. It is. So this is the kind of week where when you go home this week, except for Sean Spicer, um, you. <laughs> You can feel at least good that you made it this far, right? It's like yeah. everyone has really stepped up their game. So I enjoyed this pass. So I think there were times when his frame was a little out of whack. And I will say there was one thing I was confused about. And I'm wondering if the chat can help me. I felt like he did a good job of making his moves so sharp that they were almost too too sharp. And he lost subtlety in his performance. We did talk about this. But yeah. Len said that the shaping needed to be more exaggerated. Whereas I felt like Bruno said the shaping needed to be more elegant and subtle. Mm-hmm. So maybe someone in the chat, this is where we need Teague to like help us out a little bit with the passive moves, but was it that his shaping was needed to be more exaggerated or needed to be more refined and elegant? Let us know what you think in the chat. You know what? I think it needed to be crisp and sharp. Got it. You know, I think that when it, because if it's crisp, then he gets it exact and also with the frame and everything, you know? So that's probably what I would have said more than anything. I also will say, I love Beyonce, but this wasn't the right song. No. Uh, Aunt BB, welcome Aunt BB, I feel like this is maybe your first time here, said, skeletons don't scream survivor. (laughs) And I think that's a funny comment. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, again, thanks to all of you who are joining tonight. We really appreciate it. Uh, this was an, a 988, which really is a great score and feels deserved. Yes. Based on what he turned in. I um, agree. The intensity wasn't quite there. The grit was necessary. That's what Heather says. Uh, Love by you. Thanks for joining, as always. Says, I actually think it was just full out sloppy. Um, I don't know. We appreciate your thoughts in the chat and uh, in the comments as well. We'd love for you to hear what you think. And speaking of the comments, we really appreciate you guys. And Carla, tell our fans a little bit about how much we appreciate them, if you would. Yes, you guys. Um, After Buzz TV, as you guys know, is the ESPN of TV talk. So we have this channel, which is a um, reality TV. I was going to say TV reality. Reality TV channel. But we also have multiple other channels that you can subscribe, you can watch. And if you don't like those pesky notifications, you can go ahead and turn them right off. Or you can choose which ones you want. So please go ahead and subscribe. Leave us a comment. Leave us a rating on iTunes as well. We read everything you guys say all the time, and we really appreciate you. So thank you so much for making us an ESPN of TV Talk. Well said, Carla. We do love television, as do you guys. So check out some of our other channels. Yeah. I'm subscribed to our channels, and I don't have notifications on all of them, but it's still YouTube curates content based on those subscriptions. So it really makes your YouTube experience better. It would mean a lot if you guys could do that. Okay. Uh, Lauren and Gleb dance in Argentine to whatever Lola wants. And I love this. Um, You know, this is a tie between James and Emma. I'm still trying to decide which one was my favorite dance of the night because I really loved both of them. Um, I love both of them, too. Sorry, Love by you's clarifying real quick. He was intense, just not sharp enough. 
I think I agree with that. That's referring back to Kramo and Jenna. I just wanted to make sure oh, that yeah. your correction was said love by you. Yeah, it's funny. I really loved this, too. I felt like I was seeing more mistakes than the judges were seeing. Um, this intro was so cool down this hallway, and Gleb was so in character. Can we talk about the intro? Loved it. This Real quick intro. before you, I just want to... Oh. Right here, Carla, watch her steps and watch Gleb's steps. Yeah, they weren't in sync. They weren't they in sync. Yeah, and I, I felt like that was she one was, of like, the couple. She was like trying to catch up. In, in, yeah. It's fine because I loved it so much, but I felt like the judges, if I'm being honest, when she was shining here, she was really shining, but they may have gotten a little easy on her. But that's also because when they first started, they were like way over there on the stage and the judges You're were right. on this side. So even when and whenever they do those hallway things, the judges actually can't see inside the hallway. You're right. So they only work with what is actually given to them in the, in the front of them. And I just want to say that I think Lauren Lane is one of the people that we've seen grow the most in the show because when she first came out and she did that dance with the high boots and you know like the skirt and she was kind of like you know she's always been very careful about not being too much yeah and i think that she came out and did this argent the argentine tango has to be sexy and it is a very sexy dance and you need to feel sexy and confident and when she started and the leg was out showing and everything i was like Yes, girl, I am here for you. I am here for the sexiness. Keep it coming. And when she slipped and like Gleb totally grabbed her and they made it seem like whatever we're going forward. Now that is the confidence that I called sexy. And I'm really, really happy. I loved it. I loved it too. And it speaks to her ability as a performer, right? That's the yes. difference. She's what she lacks in technicality, which really she was really technically on point tonight. She's such a good performer to the point where during that slip on our first watch, I said, was that Gleb or was that Lauren? Yeah. And it speaks to the fact that she's so in it and she's so in her performance that she's matching at least the performability of her partners, even if can, she's lacking technically. And that's why we kind of did the the comparison between her and hannah because we're like she is so not in her head she was just enjoying the dance she was in character and she was performing and i think she did a great job this is interesting heather fitz brings up the fact that the judges don't always care about technicality because they kind of pick and choose who they're going to nitpick yeah and that's actually a really good point i think there's some truth to that where if they really like a contestant they won't be as nitpicky or they'll do something like you made a couple mistakes but you handled it so well yeah whereas if they maybe don't like someone as much they'll say we did notice these mistakes and we do have to dock you for that it's two different approaches depending on if they like the contestants which is an interesting observation you know that's interesting because i feel like they they like hannah but they've just been is sort of tearing her down recently. I think they're frustrated by the fact that she's boxed in, like you yeah. said. Um, any more thoughts on Lauren and Gleb? No. Three nines. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, okay. Um, let's talk about Lindsay and Sean dancing a jive to Monster Mash. First of all, Brianna, as someone who has been watching this show some but not a ton, what are your thoughts on the fact that Sean Spicer's in this competition? Um... It's interesting because I don't, you know, I'm not as big of a fan as you guys. Like I, like you said, I watch it here and there, yeah. but I'm not necessarily all the seasons every week. Right. Do they, nor- have they ever really had a lot of politicians on before? I think they have one every, yeah, at they least have, one every. Yeah, they usually have one and uh, like, was Ted Cruz on it? No. Governor Rick Perry, right? Yeah. They have, they've had, a, they've had politicians here and there, but it's definitely a different ball game with them. It's like it sounds mean, but I just almost wonder if they picked him and it's kind of turning out differently than they expected, but to be kind of like a little bit butt of the joke yeah. for the show. 
because he is not someone like in my head that I'm going to go after to try to recruit for this kind of a show. It's I think that's a really interesting point, Bree. And the way the producers were producing him, they did kind of try to make him the butt of the joke. But interestingly, his commitment to this process and the fact that he's just gone all in with Dancing with the Stars has kind of in a weird way made him likable. I think this has been a great net positive for his image. Yeah, in all honesty, I completely agree with you because... Putting all politics aside, and if you just think of him as a human being and as a person, he, he when he comes out, honestly, I know that he was on time, but I think the Frankenstein theme was perfect for him because he delivered a really fun dance and yeah. he always comes out and enjoys himself. Like he really is enjoying this journey of being on Dancing with the Stars and I'm enjoying it with him. I am really going to say that, like, just watching that and watching the couple of things I've seen from you guys before watching with him, I am a little surprised he's still here, though, yeah. because watching that footwork yeah. just then, he doesn't have any technical ability with Correct. dancing. Like, he's a lot of fun, and he's enjoying himself, but technical-wise, he's atrocious. It's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> honestly, we give him the props on trying, but he has a very, very long way to go. <laughs> it's really... Uh, this is a good point. Um, Serena the Game says, glad they picked Frankenstein. It's so him. It is. Um, I mean, he does have the Frankenstein He has the Frankenstein feet. <laughs> That's a shout-out to Carla Renata. Um, you brought up the good point, Carla Beltran, while we were watching, that this the story here actually really played to Sean's favor. Yeah. Because it did seem like it was all these young, sprightly monsters, and then Frankenstein just doing his best. Mm-hmm. So from a storytelling perspective, he was perfect. Yeah. Because but, he looked like this confused monster who couldn't really dance. But Which, that's normally what you would get if Frankenstein were, really were dancing. Exactly. So in, in, this, in some ways, this worked really well. But, like... Obviously, if we have to be technical, he didn't really live up to it. I loved... Go ahead. Um, so Emily Marlowe just brought up a really good point, And she said, Sean is the exact same as Bobby Bones, who, if you guys were watching last year, Bobby Bones actually ended up winning the competition. Um, and this is why the show took a break and went back to the technique this season to stop this from happening. For a show focused on dance, he should not be there. Very interesting. Um, yeah, I'll be curious to hear what the rest of you guys think. Um, but this was, um, yes, you know, Dancing with the Stars is always one of those shows that like, for me, I'm like, yes, dancing performance. And then you see certain people come so far and there's really not a lot of dancing and all, not a lot of performance, but yeah, I mean, the votes really do count you guys. So if you watch the show and don't vote, it honestly doesn't really do anything. Absolutely. Well, Len's shade here was hilarious. He said, Halloween is all about the supernatural, and tonight you are neither super nor natural. <laughs> Which, Len, I gotta say, that's pretty funny. He's been having really good, like, one-liners, you know? In general, I've really loved the judges tonight. I've been complaining that there's kind of been this unspoken tension among, like, the... Uh, behind the scenes not behind the scenes talent but the non-dancing talent so the hosts and the judges but tonight was pretty smooth yeah which was kind of a relief as a viewer i love carrie and points out that he's backsliding um which means i guess he's going from a zero to a negative one (laughs) sorry to be shady sean uh three sixes that feels fair that feels really fair and it's a good omen for halloween it is okay let's talk about kate and pasha they danced a rumba to Wicked Shadows. Uh, Wicked Games. Wicked Games, thank you. 
Uh, this was really nice. It was nice to see Kate do something a little more mature. There was the classic Rumba move, I don't know what the name is, but where you like slide down your partner's body. Mm-hmm. That was the one move where she didn't quite sell me on her sexiness. It's actually coming up right about here. Yeah. But other yeah. than that, I was really I mean, sold. You have to give them props. Yes. She's, she is older. Which that doesn't sometimes mean anything because if you watched Hustlers and saw J-Lo, I mean, come on. But I think that this is something new for Kate. And I honestly believe this is probably the sexiest she's looked in this whole show and probably the sexiest she's felt. And she, I think she did a really good job. In the beginning, it was kind of like a rough start because she's like trying to be like, okay, is it appropriate that I'm dancing the sexy with a younger guy? Girl, it's it's a show. You dance as sexy as you need to, and I think that for the 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 rest of the dance, she did a really good job. I love that leg. Totally, you know when her legs stick out, she's just like, okay, here's she my really, leg. This really was wonderful. And Rumba's really hard, I it think, is. like Len said, because of the tempo and the subtlety of the dancing. It's like a microscope for mistakes. Mm-hmm. But really, she was pretty technically great. And um, I love the way it ended. This lift was just so beautiful. The lift was really nice. And I also want to bring up the comment that Len said towards Pasha about how his choreography is very authentic um, and proper and I actually also agree with him because sometimes when I really do these like mixes of like oh it's like a modern salsa with a hint of hip hop and a stash of like rumba and you're like no actually we were kind of looking more for a salsa so I really like the fact that Pasha has actually been bringing that Um, and I'm Kind of like I don't like to say this because I love Carmo, but I'm kind of glad that they they did save them because they really yeah. have delivered really great dances so far. It was a really tough choice, and I, I would have been bummed to see either a couple go. So yeah. interestingly, the chat isn't exactly on the same page with us. A lot of them feel like she's not selling the sexy choreography, and that in general she reads as a little more comedic and charactery even mm-hmm. during these slower dances. I think there's some validity to that. I yeah. know what you're saying. To me, once she got past the first three eight counts, she was selling it. But I'd love to hear in the comments what you guys think down below. I really do see kind of. I mean, I'm I'm watching it without any music, which yeah. does definitely change the view of what you're seeing. But I didn't. There's parts of sexy I saw, but overall, I felt like it was more self conscious than sexy. Interesting. Yeah. From what I saw. Well, that's totally fair, and that's why uh, we value everyone's opinion on this show. Exactly. We'd love to hear what you guys think in the comments about that, whether or not you think Kate is selling the sexiness. Um, I was a little back and forth on it, but I still love Kate. I want to see her do... I'd love to see her do a contemporary. That would be really interesting. That would be good. Uh, How did you feel about the Pasha love session we got from Len and the rest of the judges and hosts i thought that it was very valid this is his first year and he's doing a great job so far definitely Mm -hmm. and i do want to shout out real quick we have a sister show on our um uh, channel popcorn talk which is one of the other networks we run out of this studio it's called to the point if you guys haven't seen that show it is produced and hosted by former dancing with the stars panelist Kristen burt who is truly like the barbara walters of (laughs) dance television that's what i call her and she has a show called to the point where she brought pasha's wife daniela on the show who you guys know is the troop dancer with keo uh, it's a really fantastic interview. I'm a big fan of both of them. And it's definitely worth checking out Pasha and um, Daniela's stuff online. I kind of went down a mm-hmm. YouTube rabbit hole with some of their rumbas. And especially in terms of rumba choreography, some of the best and sexiest I've ever seen. So okay. check out Daniela and Pasha's stuff online. If you guys are fans of them, let us know in the chat. It's time for the team dances. 
Uh, Carla, do you think one of the teams was maybe a little stronger than one of the other teams? <laughs> yeah, I actually... It's funny because sometimes I feel like the way that they choose these is not really fair. But this time, they chose themselves. So that also, that was really as fair as it could get. And let's just say the, the Tricksters had uh, quite the advantage. Yeah, the Tricksters were stacked. We're looking at the team trick choreography right now. In general, both were pretty good. Yeah. I was surprised by how well Team Treat did. But this team trick choreography was so cool. I loved the choice to put them all in the exact same costume. Yeah. I like that, too. And honestly, I think that team trick just had... This was one of those dances where you didn't just pay attention to one of the couples. You paid attention to everybody as a whole. And they were on point. They were together. And I will agree with them because when we were watching the dance, I was like, wow, I feel like this is as serious as I've ever seen Hannah. And her personality did a really... It changed a little bit. And I liked it. I thought it was a very dramatic dance and i love dramatic it was really solid yeah i think um because of the all the costumes were the same and even the way they were backlit most of the time so they Mm -hmm. almost looked like silhouettes you were forced to watch it as a group number and not as individual couples the second the team uh treat dance which we're watching right now was better than i expected it to be i do think though the fact that everyone had different color costumes and styles that always kind of takes away from the look of the synchronicity of these dances yeah how'd you feel about team treat I liked the concept of their dance. Um, I kind of would have liked for them to do a little bit more um, without the whole bed thing. I think that the barrier kind of didn't really help. Interesting. But I once they started being in the center of the floor like that, then they... I think they did a great job. Yeah, I was impressed. And um, I was like, oh, this is the best Sean has ever danced. But I also wasn't really watching totally it's not kind of paying attention to everybody else it's not the highest bar with sean yeah um but yeah in general these were both pretty pretty solid team numbers and uh team trick got three nines team treat got three eights which i thought that was really fair yeah definitely in general i agree with the judges for most of the season Emily Marla says she liked how this season they didn't feature solo sections for the couples during the team dances um Oh, yeah, they did that last year for the... I think they did the team dances for the country. Yeah. I remember that they, like, featured some of the people. And I was just like... Because some people dance better than others, and that wasn't really fair. I agree. So, Kate goes up against Karamo for elimination. We say goodbye to Karamo. Unfortunately. Carla, I'm sorry. I know. I'm sending my best to you and yours. Thank you. Um, it's okay. I'm just going to start voting for James now. Yeah. It's, there's, <laughs> the, the truth is it was really competitive, and we both love Karamo, but... And it's honestly, it's getting very competitive, because yeah. there's a lot of, like, Kellen and Whitney are doing great, James and Emma, Allie and, and Sasha, um, Lauren and Gleb, like, literally all these people are starting to get, like, super good that I'm kind of worried for Hannah, Sean, and Kate, you know? Yeah, so. I agree. Brianna Phipps is one of the world's biggest Queer Eye fans. What other member of the Fab Five would you want to see on Dancing with the Stars? I mean, I think the go-to answer has to be Jonathan Van Ness. Yes. yes. Because he would just have so... He'd be so much fun to watch. He would. But also, uh, you know, when you watch... There's a couple episodes where they actually dance on the show. And somebody that actually has quite a bit of pizzazz to him that I think would be fun to watch is... Um, no, I'm blanking on his name. and I that's Anthony? The, no. Um... um, uh, um, um this oh, is terrible. Tan. tan. Thank you. Tan. You got oh. it. 
I don't know why I blinked on that name right there. That was terrible. I put you on the spot. Uh, but yeah, I think Tan would actually be really fun to watch. And he actually has a lot of rhythm to him. So Yeah, he does. You can tell. Um, well, it'll be interesting. I would not be surprised if they kind of handpicked more Fab Five members as the I would show hope continues so. to go on. Okay, I think with that, it's time for our segments. Let's start with some news from Carla Beltran. So, you guys, I got all the nice and juicy gossip here tonight. Um, fans are very su- surprised at the fact that Sean is still in the competition of Dancing with the Stars because he's not a good dancer. Um, and all I have to say to that is that, yes, it is Dancing with the Stars, but we say the same thing over and over again. If you're not voting, honestly, like he, he gets, he's only still in the show because of all the votes and all the support that he's been getting. Right. And then the next thing is that Christy Brinkley spoke about sailors elimination last week. And she just straight out said that she thought it was not fair. Yeah. I, there might be some truth to that when you think about who's in the competition. Yeah, I think so too. I think if you're basing it off of dancing, I think it was a little too early for her to go. Yeah. Um, so I, I agree. I don't know whatever you guys think. You could comment it in. Um, someone actually yeah. in the chat, Obsessed Fangirl, says, as a Canadian who can't vote, I find it really entertaining. But that does bring up a good point that there are, I guess, places where you can't vote. That's a great point. Oh, thanks wow. for uh, pointing that yeah. out, Brie. And uh, Obsessed Fangirl, thanks for making this a, an international broadcast. We're glad to have you here. Uh, or as they say, we're sorry you can't be here in person, but it's about time we get more Canadians in the chat. <laughs> You're welcome, Canadian fangirl. That's not for the Canadians. That's, <laughs> that's for me. <laughs> well deserved. All right, it's time for our special segment. I'm actually going to throw it to Brianna. We're talking about the tango this week. Yes, thank you. Uh, so the thing I have right here, let me just unmute this tab right now. Yes, yeah, so we're going to get some music uh, going. So I can get some- there it there is. There we go. Peek behind the curtain. All right, so... The Argentinian tango is danced in an embrace that can vary from very open to... Uh, in which the leader and the follower connect at arm's length to very closed, in which the connection is chest to chest or anywhere in between. Mm. Tango is a dance that is essentially walking with a partner and the music. Dancing appropriately to the emotion and speed of a tango is extremely important to dancing tango. Mm -hmm. A good dancer is one who transmits a feeling of the music to the partner, leading them effectively through the dance. Also, dancers generally keep their feet close to the floor as they walk, the ankles and knees brushing as one leg passes the other. The Argentine's your favorite, right? Uh, Yeah, the tango is one one of my favorites. Obviously, with salsa, I love salsa dancing, but the tango just seems like one of those dances is just like it's i love it when like you basically are dancing together as one and yeah. i think that the the tango and the argentine tango is definitely perfect for that the argentine tango is cool because with the energy of the tango there's so much character alignment but mm-hmm. the energy is so opposed yeah. so it's cool to see the dancing that's happening so close but there's so much um conflict within the dance it's really interesting to watch i mean if you guys want to see like an amazing argentine tango just go back to last season and watch juan pablo dance that was in the suit right yes so elegant and she had i think she was wearing like a red dress or black dress so classic it was legitimately gorgeous like it was she choreographed that perfectly it was so crisp i bow down for it yeah if i had to pick my favorite argentine i'd actually have to pick um, Lindsay Sterling and Mark Ballas is like weird doctor Argentine. I think it was during Halloween week where he like was this kind of creepy surgeon who reanimates robots and he like brings Lindsay Sterling to life and like breaks her neck. 
It was a very interesting and strange oh, I'll have to Argentine, but worth checking out. Ooh, we're up. watching some tango footage. Bree, thanks for bringing this up. Uh, Bree, you're a fan of Chicago. Well, how do you feel about the cell block tango? I mean, it it's a very wonderful interpretation of tango. It's not a traditional tango, obviously, yeah. uh, until everybody comes out of their s- cells. But I do love when you see a group tango because the, it's such a precise movement. Yeah. They do it in rent as well. Uh, that when you have a group doing a tango together and everybody hitting those moments, it's so, uh, like, the, I don't even know the word for it, but it's just like so comforting. And like, yeah. It, totally. It makes you just wowed. It makes you wowed. I love yeah. that. Well, Bree, thank you for that uh, beautiful presentation on the Argentine tango. We have one more segment left in the show, which we bring you every week, and that's, of course, our predictions. After Buzz TV predictions. All right. Unfortunately, we're going to have to have the conversation of who we think is going to go. Um, okay. It could I, be anyone, I think. I'm going I'm to say something different, because this past few weeks, I've always been saying Sean. And at this rate, if he keeps getting the votes that he's getting, he'll probably make it up pretty high up there um so unfortunately i'm gonna have to say that i think for next week the our bottom two is probably gonna be ali and kate oh we i just really want to quickly shout out i uh want to comment on what you said really quick carla but uh we have a south african fan tuning in too it looks like um if you could just scroll up just a little bit brie i just want to shout out our international viewers because that's so cool um, it looks I like... I love our international viewers. Yeah, I'm just trying to see who this was. Uh, scroll down a little oh, bit. It was, the, it was the little green... There's um, a little green... Uh, oh, yeah. there. Oh. Uh, just keep going. Oh. There, here we go. Uh, Lindsay Kaywood, thanks for tuning in from South Africa. She's a Keo fan because of that, of course. I don't know what time it is where you are, but I'm impressed you're joining us, and I we're know. glad to have you. Uh, she said earlier that she was just waking up, so I'm guessing it's pretty early in the morning. Nice, I love there it. You well, go. you're going to enjoy tonight's broadcast, and thanks for tuning in. We are a global platform, after all. Uh, so you're worried for Allie. I'm worried for Allie, and I'm worried for Kate, just because they've already been in the in the um, bottom two. Yeah. And not because of their scores, but because of the fan base. And like, I don't know how true their fan base is, is into voting and stuff. So, yeah. I feel like they would be the probably the next bottom two. Well, I'm going to make a weak sauce prediction here. I It's too hard to predict who's going to go home because it's so neck and neck mm-hmm. right now, but I'm kind of hoping Sean goes home. It's his time. Mm, yeah. I, I've said that the past six weeks, seven weeks, uh, six weeks basically because this is the seventh week. So Yes. Well, Carla, we'll I have one more prediction. And I predict that we are going to be back here next week on the Dancing with the Stars After Show. Yes, we will. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for tuning in, guys. Of course, as I mentioned, this is your Dancing with the Stars After Show here on After Buzz TV, where we recap this ABC competition show weekly for you at 8 p.m. Pacific if you want to tune in live. We gave a lot of love to the chat tonight. We'd love for you to join our broadcast if you can. Carla, what are you up to? Where can they find you? You guys, you can follow me on Instagram at I am Carla Veteran. You guys can find me on Twitter at Jeffrey C. Graham. And if you want, I know you're a fan of ABC. I do daily coverage of The Bachelor slash The Bachelorette, where I spill all the tea about what's happening with these crazy people on Instagram and Twitter. I have a very important life, and I do very important things, Carla, (laughs) like gossip about reality TV stars. There you go. There you go. Thank you so much for tuning in, guys. Uh, Happy Halloween, and we'll see you next week here on AfterBuzz TV. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.